proper intro right here, Jake. Okay. All right. This is it. This is it. We are recording for real. 188, episode number 188. No Laugh Track podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. Uh, I am excited to be sitting here on the stage at Acme on a Thursday afternoon with one of my favorites. His third time on this podcast. He has some, I wouldn't say professorial glasses, but those are... Almost Harry Potter-like glasses. Well, I used to have glasses like this in my in my real life of of what I would wear around. But then I got uh, that LASIK surgery, and so I didn't need to wear glasses anymore. But then I got a little bit older, and now I have to wear reading glasses. And so these are reading glasses, but they have a magnet in the middle. Whoa! So, yeah, this you just is... just blew my mind. I know. This is from the not-cool-cool-old-guy pro shop. <laughs> That I'm going to open someday. That is the voice of Jake Johansson and his glasses snap with, or not snap, but they connect with a magnet on your nose. In the middle, right. The bridge. So that they the can bridge is magnet, And then they can hang around your neck. It's because you don't, I can't be without them. I cannot not have my glasses with me. Now, is this, now, this isn't a good commercial for, because that's why we're here is to talk about LASIK. This isn't a good way to start our promotion for LASIK no, surgery. Let me just tell you something, that they warn you going in with that LASIK surgery that you are, it's, it's not like it doesn't defy time or the aging process. You're still going to need reading glasses. Everyone's going to need reading glasses. Some, if you live long enough, listener, God bless you. But if you live long enough, someday you're going to need reading glasses. And if you live longer enough after that, you're going to need a cane and maybe a walker. And you might have to poop into a bag. Yeah. That's just scoreboard. That's what happens when you win. Yeah. When you and win this game of life. So let that be a lesson. Uh, right now, start saving bags. If you don't have a bag that keeps bags. No, no. I feel like that's bad advice. It that's is? Some kind of, that's some kind of Midwest depression survivor grandma advice. You don't need to start it's saving a, bags now. You know what it is? It's a Louis Anderson thing. This is a good bag. Yeah, well, if it's a one. good bag, save it. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to get in the middle of something like that. But if if, if you're just saving ba- random bags because you think someday you're going to need them for your pooping, into, <laughs> that's a very specific kind of bag that there you're going to be. And they're making breakthroughs on those all the time. That's so even true. if you had a state-of-the-art poop bag now, colostomy bag, I think is what they're called. <laughs> but even if you had a state-of-the-art one now, what they're going to have by the time you and I need them is going to be so much better. So much better. You know, that makes – that uh, now I'm reflecting on uh, – we just – we, my wife and I recently did the, uh, we made a commitment to Sam's Club. This also isn't a commercial for Sam's Club, but you're familiar with Sam's Club. Sam's Club is like Costco, only yeah. it's owned by Walmart. Yeah, uh, and the reason we chose that one is because it's closer to my house than Costco. I don't mm-hmm. really have a... It is about convenience. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and value. <laughs> absolutely. And... I mean, I would drive a little to save a lot, <laughs> but I wouldn't drive a lot to save a little. Hey! Somebody should patent that. Somebody should mm-hmm. trademark that. Right and there. it's I graduated from high school, so that's based. That's a real fact-based kind of tip. Well, we made our first trip, and I actually went home with a box of 200 uh, trash bags. Now I'm thinking, should I have made such a commitment? What if the technology changes? I don't think there's going to be a big breakthrough in trash bags, but the danger with that is by the time you get through those trash bags, you're not going to even understand how to buy trash bags anymore. You know, it's <laughs> going to have been so long right. since the last time that you bought one. Yeah. I, I bought more uh, more than a lifetime supply, probably. Could be. I think so. Well, that's the gift. That, so later on, when you when you go to your great reward... And your daughters, I think you mentioned before the podcast, yeah, yeah. have to go through your stuff mm-hmm. and you know, goodwill it or trash oh, it or whatever. They they're not going to have to go out and get bags. It, no, you've done them a favor. They're not going to have to go out and get bags. And that's the only favor I've done them because I do have so much stuff. They're 
they're going to have some. Some of it they might like. Uh, What's some of your favorite let, stuff that you let's have? Hope. Let's hope. Uh, let's see. I have a lot of Star Wars stuff, toys, books. Mm-hmm. And you got a wife. A lot of Star Wars stuff and Second a wife. Second wife. Two wives. Yeah, if you're, we talked about that last time you were oh, on episode sorry. 137. No. I don't remember the first episode. I thought this was just the second episode, but I think we must have talked about that the last time because <laughs> you'd said that I was been on, I'd been on before and That's I probably right. doubted it. That's right. <laughs> don't trust me. Trust mm-hmm. me on this one. Uh, yeah, no, so I got someone to marry me. That Someone, yeah. That Star Wars fan thing, it's not, you Didn't can actually stand in the get way. One. There's lady Star Wars fans. That mm-hmm. was sexist of me to suggest that you wouldn't be able to get a but, wife. But you're right, because she's not a fan. She's not a Star Wars fan. No, no, no. No, what no. is she into? Uh, Adele. Adele is good. Yeah, Adele's great. Adele's good. <laughs> I don't know if they have an Adele convention or uh, there's not a weekend. There's not a Comic-Con where you just go and see Adele. There aren't toys. Mm, I bet there is an Adele toy. <laughs> there probably I is. hope so. My daughter would love an Adele toy. She likes Adele. Yeah. Yeah. She likes foreigners. My daughter likes foreigners. My wife is a foreigner. Right. New I've Zealand, I remember. Yes, yeah. That's right. So my daughter likes uh, Lord, who's from New Zealand. Sure. And Adele, who's from, you know, England. Not New Zealand. Yeah, not New Zealand. Yeah. But they, people who aren't familiar with the accents can get them all confused. <laughs> Have you taken your, how old is she now? Your daughter? She's 11. Have you taken her to her first concert? Yes, we took her to see Lord. Oh, okay. She lost her mind. Okay. She had the best time. She was she was literally jacked like she drank a pot of coffee, which she, I don't know what she would be like if that happened. We don't, we <laughs> don't, don't give her coffee because she's 11. You don't want to know. But she was pretty, pretty excited. My wife took her down to the front and lifted her up so that she could see because we didn't get... Well, by the time we were buying our tickets, we couldn't get the front row. But let's face it, we're cheap. My <laughs> wife and I, we're not going to spring for the... Well, if it's her first show, she's not going to know the difference. Just get that experience. I think first when you're... First. It was last year, so she was 10. So you know the difference between close and far away when you're 10. <laughs> that's true. But she doesn't know that that's a money... She doesn't know that that's connected <laughs> to money. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that, that's a good point. She doesn't know you're uh, counting... The uh, pennies there. Um, yeah, that's not like here at the comedy club. All the seats, I think, are the same, aren't they? Price? Price-wise? Or oh, do yeah. they pay more to sit in the front? Well, I don't know. When big shots like you come to town. Some comedy clubs have tar- started to charge more for sitting in the front of the comedy club, which I think is a little bit weird. No, I'll t- I'll say that uh, you know 612-338-6393 is the phone number to get tickets uh, to a show here, especially to see Jake this week. And the best way to get a good seat here at Acme is to buy dinner beforehand, mm. because then... You get a you get a preferred seat up front. Not just buy dinner anywhere. You have to you have to buy dinner here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just uh, want to clarify Sticks that. Restaurant. If yeah. you go down to you know uh, Pizza Hut, you can't just bring your receipt for a dinner that you bought. <laughs> no, we're not going to validate. Not, that's why I'm not an attorney, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like that was a glaring kind of a <laughs> right. flaw in your. Uh, no, he Justin said on the podcast, just have dinner. He said buy dinner, and I bought this. Yeah. I didn't raise it myself. I mean, this is just my grocery receipt. <laughs> I bought these groceries. I made it into dinner, so technically I feel like I bought dinner. Your Whole Foods receipt, well, it does not qualify. It does not get you a seat up front. Yeah, well, okay, my wife made it for me, technically, <laughs> and she paid for it with her job. But I did give her $10 when we were finished eating, yeah, so I bought it from her. So she, uh, I'm going to get a preferred seat, but she's going to have to sit in the back. Yeah, and uh, also to, to uh, clarify everything, 
something on that. Now, when you have dinner here at Sticks Restaurant, you're going to pay more than like the fifteen dollars for the ticket, but the money that you pay go. You know, you pay. I don't know what the price is now. Wait, but, time uh, out. The no, dinner, the ticket to the show is the same. It is the same, but it's it's uh, yeah. The, but you're going to be paying extra that night to have that dinner. So let's. You not have to pay for the dinner. Yeah, yeah you don't get a free dinner. Well, hey, I'm crossing all the t's. When you buy here. dinner, I feel like that you, that covered I'm, it. I'm crossing you buy dinner, you here. buy your tickets to the show, and you get to sit in front of the people who didn't buy dinner <laughs> at that restaurant. Yes. That's that's what you'll know when you're sitting in the back of the comedy club, smelling other people's farts. You'll know that those farts were purchased right here at the comedy. Or club. you'll hear the empty stomachs from people in the back that didn't even bother to eat dinner. Anyway. Well, like, I feel like I get more stomach noise when I'm eating when I've eaten than when I haven't eaten. But uh, that's not science. Maybe you just either. haven't waited. Maybe you eat so often that you just never got that far. Mm. Yeah. Well, the Western uh? world. We're lucky people in the uh? Western world. We're eating. We got plenty of water. Think not about, every. Not everywhere in America. Think but, about that one. So I, I listened back to uh, episode 137, your last visit here. Oh, you did? I That's going to be helpful. Yeah, it is. Uh, and uh, Are there some things that we should talk about again? Well, no, not not like that, but just an update of on something. Beca- okay. Well, because this was, la- in fact, it was a year ago. You, you're doing the exact same week, the week after Valentine's I know. Day. I saw that on the thing that you yeah. signed in the back of the room. Oh, it's like name, I'm right next right to next last to year's week. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so... At this point last year, we were still, or maybe you knew already and weren't uh, showing your hand, but we were waiting to hear, at least I was waiting to hear, if you were going to do one more Letterman. I did. And then you did. Didn't I? Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. I still kind of can't believe that that show's over. This is the time of year when I would have usually done it. Yeah. So I'm not really late. I haven't I haven't really realized that it's over yet. I feel like, oh, they might call it. some. Who somebody came up to me last night and asked me, "Are, are you good? So are you going to do? When are you going to do Letterman again?" And no. I go, "Well, he stopped." Yeah, somebody asked me last night after the show, "When are you going to do Letterman again?" It's like, well, I, he doesn't do that show. That's over. He stopped. is he doing a podcast now? No, he's not. I did invite him on my last. I know you did <laughs> to be on my podcast. So we'll see how that goes. He's, he's still no. You haven't heard back. I think he's probably still been busy and he's having fun. So, but he, yeah. he'll he'll get around to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He'll get around to it. Well, congrats, I want to say, now that I have you in front of me. Congrats on getting your last and Yeah, well, it was fun. I, the, doing that show was such a fun part of my career to this point that I don't know. Well, it could be this show. This this could be that new show. You know. Yeah. You know. We're on three now, so we're, you know. Yeah, so we have 43 more to go. This is longer, though, so minutes-wise, I've probably already been on this show a lot. You know what? Yeah. I like yeah. that. Let, yeah. Let's get me in the same sentence as Letterman. That's good as a host. Yeah. yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Don't be ashamed. This is the future of show business: is basements and backstages mm-hmm. and private. We're recording this on a thing that's no bigger than a. I, people always say a pack of cigarettes, but it's bigger than a pack of cigarettes, right? The thing yeah. that's recording this. Oh yeah. But it's smaller than a, a briefcase. If anybody remembers how big those are, <laughs> smaller than a briefcase. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever have a briefcase? No, I was never a briefcase person. My dad carried a briefcase. Mine too. The funny thing is, how long did it take executives to figure out shoulder strap? You know, it's like they were carrying that thing shoulder around in their are hand. Feminine. feminine. Yeah, my wife had some had these two friend, female friends who, and this is only maybe ten years ago, where they were just making fun of the suitcase with the wheels on it that oh, you would the carry-on bag with the wheels on it they yeah. were complaining how how 
heavy the bag was in shoulder and it was screwing up their spine. And my wife goes, well, why don't you just get a rolly, rolling bag? And they're like, oh, like a air hostess or a <laughs> flight attendant? What and am I, Queen like, of England? Yeah, no, no kind of perception that everyone else at the airport has already got that bag yes. and you don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, look, uh, try to count the amount of duffel bags you see going through that uh, carousel at the airport. Nobody does that anymore. I went back to the duffel bag you did. for my check bag, and here's why, America, because you've asked. We get a lot of dead body in there. We get a lot why. of email here at the podcast, <laughs> and uh, one of the big questions that people ask is, like, is there an advantage to going with a duffel bag as opposed to a duffel bag with wheels? Yeah, I've been saving this question. Mm-hmm. And here's what I would say. If you're checking two bags Maybe one of them should have wheels and the other ones could strap on top. But if you're, if weight is an issue, because in my lifetime, they reduced the ah. weight of your check bag. It used to be 75 pounds. And believe me, you can pack a big wheel bag yeah. very full yeah. and still stay under 75 pounds. And then they cut it to 50 pounds. The booze you can put in that bag on the way back. If you're willing to, if, to take the risk of a broken gallon of whiskey. Yeah. And all your clothes, if you're willing to take that risk, which I'm, I'm not. Okay. I, I used to, I used to before the TSA had that limit. You know, I used to sometimes when I go to New Orleans on vacation, I would bring a gallon of whiskey with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. because the cheap liquor store was further from the place that we were staying, and it was just you know that way you have it. Yeah, you're ready. You're ready. Always be prepared mm-hmm. when you're traveling with a gallon of whiskey. <laughs> um, it was a week, but I switched to the duffel bag because the wheeled duffel bag. The, the actual regular duffel bag weighs about two pounds, and the wheeled duffel bag weighs about 13, 14 pounds. So you're losing a bunch of carrying capacity just by getting the wheels on that bag. You know and what? I, which I needed for my merch, my T-shirts and DVDs and bumper yeah. stickers and whistles and souvenir, that big foam finger. I don't have that <laughs> this week, but I'd like to get one of those big foam fingers to sell after the show. <laughs> which finger? Hmm, which finger? Yeah, which finger? I think I go index finger, but I do like the pinky finger, the the <laughs> Doctor Evil pinky finger. Yeah. Has anyone done be, that? No, I don't, I don't know if they make. I know you can probably just go online and order a probably. custom printed. Yeah, uh, we're number one finger, but I don't think you can order the pinky finger. You might be able to get the middle finger or a thumbs up, and then the shocker. They sell that one as well. What's the shocker? That's this one. That's that, the that's two the, in the pink and one in the stink. The, that's uh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just your ring finger is down, right? You hold your ring finger down with your thumb. <laughs> yes. And then you get busy doing the other one. Yeah, they sell those. And as we well. don't even know if ladies like that. I mean, some ladies maybe do, but you're never going to get a lady on here who's not a porn star or something to say. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Sometimes we, I'll try and dig a little deep on this podcast, but I'm not going there. Podcast moms. Who would you ask that? <laughs> Who who's been on the show that you would ask that of? Exactly. I don't even want to hear a name <laughs> now i i know i'm the one who asked that question but i don't want to you're the same one who asked me last time uh who was my least favorite guest <laughs> well that is a solid question and one that i'd still love an answer to yeah well but unless it's me no. oh that'd be terrible if i should have held up a mirror right now put it towards mm-hmm. you take a look at yourself you, you, take, a, the, you take a look and tell hello, me jake you are the worst guest and that's why we're having you back to see if you can do a little bit better, because that's what the Midwest is all about. Second and third chances. Yeah. Just keep. It's nice that you're trying, mm-hmm. you know. It's oh, yeah. Nice that you're trying. That's a good name for a podcast. It's not too late. To What's change. the name of this podcast? No Laugh Track. No Laugh Track. Yeah. I don't know about it. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you're it's a winner. How many episodes have you done now? Uh, you know, 188 today. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Do you ever think about wrapping it up? God, no. Yeah, no, me neither. I hope not. We're not quitters. We're not quitters. No way. 
Think of, you know, what if I change the name or something now? Think of all the people that have to get their tattoos uh, covered up. Mm, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Not only that, then they'd have to subscribe to the new podcast. But people do. They, they have successful podcasts and they just stop doing them. And then they start doing another podcast that's really amazingly the same as the first one. But now it has a new name. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I have something I actually want to add to the luggage conversation. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I don't I don't travel ever, you know. Uh, I, but I did just recently. I went on my honeymoon to Jamaica, and I know oh, that's what, a nice trip. It was wonderful. But you don't need to take a lot of luggage down there, right? You just have a banana hammock <laughs> and a sweater for the plane. Uh, it seems like you've been there because the Europeans are still uh, sporting the banana hammocks. Sure. Yeah. I wish I had one. I wish I'd bought one when you could still get them in America. I wish I had the balls to no. There's a bad joke. I no, I I uh I wore I had I packed one regular old American swimsuit, but here's well, my when tip. When you say do you get a speedo or do you talking about board shorts yeah, like board surf shorts? shorts. Yeah, yeah, board shorts. Okay. Yeah. No one wants to see you, you know, more of these thighs than necessary. No one wants to see If that. people are checking out your thighs, I feel like they should get what they're paying for. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, look, I put this on because it feels good on me to go swimming. And if you want to look at me and you don't like it, that's you made a mistake. You that's know not- what? The other thing is I, with this fair skin, that's so that's that much more uh, cubic inches of skin I have to cover oh. with uh, sunblock. Now you're talking. If I could get one of those tank top and full length pants, yeah. unitard yeah. kind of bathing yeah, yeah, suits. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Uh-huh. I mean, they they used to wear them in the Olympics, and now they're illegal. I think. I think that's but right. This is all about some baggage thing on your honeymoon. I don't want to. I don't want to forget that. Let's, I let's not take care of let's you. Let's not so, forget that. What happened? What What happened on your honeymoon? Here's my Here's my tip. Here's my travel tip. And mm-hmm. I like. And I have so little experience. It's amazing. I have one. My little travel tip. If your bag weighs over that maximum, which is you know like fifty, right? Is yep. most airlines is fifty. Yeah. Show up late. They want to get you through so fast. They don't care. Oh, really? And they'll just let you go with a yeah. two-big two bag? Yep. Mine was at 54 pounds, and the lady said, we don't have time. Just go. It is the worst when you're standing in line, and the people in front of you have got to open up their bags and start evaluating things and switching them from one bag <laughs> yeah. to the other bag and then weigh them again. It's like I always feel like there should be a special place for you people. And there is in hell. Yes. But, you know, I'm not going to be there. to. Not that I really want to see someone tortured eternally for having a bag that's at the wrong weight. <laughs> What kind of a person am I? <laughs> enough, enough luggage talk. Oh, well, we're going to say that maybe. From- Let's just put it aside for now. Okay. You know what? I, I yeah. Let's go back to the bathing suit. I would love to get that bathing suit unitard tank top. In a, in wetsuits, that's called a Farmer John, the one that where it's the it is? where it's the the down to your ankles, the pants, and then up into a tank top. Oh, you on surf top. or something, right? Yeah. Is that why you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, okay. I do. I surf, but not as much as my wife surfs more than me now. I taught her how and took her out, and now she loves it. And for a while, she was blaming me. She was like, how come we never go surfing? It's your, that's a thing that I love, but you never want to do that. And I said, well, you can go by yourself. I've got other stuff I've got to do. I've got a job, okay? I've got a job, and you don't have a job. So if you want to go surfing, you can go surfing. But then don't act like I'm a jerk because I have to go do things related to <laughs> right. my job. Well, you get to go surfing. Yeah. So we straighten that out. <laughs> but uh, she doesn't have a Farmer John wetsuit. She's a cold person. She likes the oh, full wetsuit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, – th- that actually makes me think of something that did happen in, in Jamaica. I got uh, hit with – I got nailed with a jellyfish. Ooh. 
Yeah, and it was really dumb is because the uh, one of the lifeguards was uh, – I walked up to him, and he was going, ooh, ah, ah, in a lot of pain. Then explained how he had just got hit by some – readjusting some buoys. So, mm-hmm. of course, I went and got my goggles and then swam out there to see if I could see jellyfish and then got hit. You wanted to go morning. see the jellyfish? It makes Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. If he had said, I just got bit by a shark, would you have swam out there to see the shark? No. No. Mm-hmm. No, not, I wouldn't even have gotten the, the water. Jellyfish hurt, though. Did you pee on it then afterwards? <laughs> I don't think your own – does your own pee work? No. Yeah, they, it, they it does. Have, it oh, does. They, I, well, I think. It's, <clears> it's, not, it's not some – but – I got stung by something when we were in Costa Rica on our vacation, my wife and daughter and I, and my I didn't I had peed just before we went in <laughs> to the ocean, foolishly. I mean, why would you? You can pee in the ocean. It's totally cool. Most people do. It's yeah. totally cool. Yeah. Um but uh my wife luckily she had some pee and she peed on it. She peed on my foot. We didn't I I didn't have to resort to pee because that same lifeguard I went up and then told him of of my stupidity and he had a, a bottle of vinegar. Uh huh. So he just poured vinegar on my arm. And that and worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you do? Uh, did he have an accent? He did. Yeah. Could you do? <laughs> could you do him saying, "Don't worry, I've got some vinegar." Uh Oh man. Oh man. Don't worry, man. Me got some vinegar for you, man. Did he really do the me? I me probably. Got, or did you put that in? I might have put that in there. Okay. But there was definitely a man, which I still don't know if they just do to appease because we think that's how they talk oh, or do they really talk to each other and say mom so all the last time? night um i'm embarrassed that i can't remember the bartender here's name the guy who's been here forever luis yeah luis so luis is tending bar and this guy i met a guy the guy i'm sitting next to on the plane yesterday i got upgraded to first class we had a little conversation he asked me what i did i didn't bullshit or lie i just told him and then he said well i don't have anything to do maybe i'll come to the show so he comes to the show and so I don't know this guy at all, yeah. you know, but he comes down and I've got another friend that I've known since the 80s from San Francisco and, and a fan who's there that I've met a few times. And so the three of us are having a conversation, but he wants to get Luis's attention and he keeps putting his hand up and saying, amigo, amigo. And it's like, I, I, I don't look, you live in California. You've got to know that amigo is really Half of the time, that's asshole. When they're calling you amigo, half of the time, they're calling you an asshole. And so when you're calling him a person, a Hispanic person that you do not know, when you're calling, when you raise your hand and call him amigo, that's like you're calling yourself an asshole when you do that. And you're my, I was embarrassed for him, but he didn't realize that was what he was doing. He thought he was, he was like, hey, I'm way out of California where I'm from. And this is a Hispanic guy. And I know when you talk to Hispanic guys, you call them amigo. They love it. You know, that's what he thought. And I just felt like this is not... I wanted to say to Luis, like, like I don't really know this guy no. that well. But I do but, know... He, he, nobody likes to be called Amigo. No. Pal. <laughs> no one likes to be called Amigo, Pally. Uh, right, Amigo? It's like if somebody calls you Amigo, you want to go, hey, what did I do to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I have a name. And it's not Amigo. Damn it. Uh, I, <laughs> it's not Amigo. Amigo. <laughs> amigo. Amigo? That's like... Uh, oh, uh, man. Pulp, pulp Fiction. When, uh, oh, Amigo. Garçon. Coffee. Remember the scene in Pulp Fiction? It's not... Gar- Garçon is boy. Remember that scene? With um, the, uh, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino's been so busy that I can't keep up with... I can't remember everything that he's done. Yeah. But, yeah. 
Nick Garcon uh-huh. means boy. Nick Garcon does mean boy. I uh, listened to a couple episodes of your podcast. Let's get this back about Jake Johansson. Oh, good. Yeah, let's do. Yeah. Which ones did you listen to? Well, I listened to half of the, uh, and half only because I ran out of time, of one of my favorites was on with you, Jimmy Pardo. And it was interesting to listen that you guys didn't really know each other that well. We know each other a little bit, but not that well. Yeah. 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 So that was really good. I love Pardo, so I went Me to that too. one. He came over. I think he would come over again. He seemed like he would. Yeah. I, I told him I felt bad inviting him over because I knew he was so busy. But he, when I ran into him at the podcast festival, he, his thing was, Jake, you said we were going to do, you know, I went and did his. And he goes, you said we were going to do yours. How come you haven't called me? Like, yeah. as if I had hurt his feelings. I was so <laughs> flattered that he thought that I wasn't inviting him because I, I didn't like him. Yeah. I was like, no, I like you. I'm trying to do you a favor. <laughs> So I listened to that half of that one. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm going to finish it uh, to hear everything. But the one I listened to uh, front to back was with <laughs> Hippie Man. Oh, Hippie Man. Yeah. yeah. Did you like that one? I did. Yeah, I like Hippie Man. He's a good guy, John Novosad. And he's out of Denver. Have you seen him before? You know what? I Just from the name, I didn't. And then I looked him up, and it seems like I've seen his face before. Yeah, he, I don't know. He's really funny. If If people ever go to Denver, you know, he's on at the Comedy Works a lot. But... He's he's a funny guy. It was interesting because, uh, and I guess what I want to ask you about that is he's going on, um, for people that aren't familiar with Hippie Man, he does a great description on uh, your podcast describing basically like his character and how he was going up uh, as he wanted to do this character and it was his big closer as a hippie superhero. Right, yeah. right, but that was a long time ago. He doesn't right. do that now. Right now, he has some crazy. Well, if you go online and look up Hippie Man, you can see his. He's got some crazy frizzy long hair, and he's very thin. And when you listen to him talk, he sounds he sounds like he might be high, maybe, maybe yeah. not. You know, and uh, and he plays off that in his act. But yeah, he doesn't do the tie. He doesn't wear the whole tie day rig, but which he talks about. Yeah. in the show, including uh, all the like the whole uniform included. Uh, tie-dye tights and a cape yeah yeah and i just thought i got his <laughs> I, wow. I know well i asked him if there were pictures of that online and he said no but were there were you able to find <laughs> no it? i was not yeah no I because when i get that farmer john unitard swimsuit thing i don't want it to be tie-dyed i'm just saying now in case there's people on amazon sure listening to this and getting ready to buy me a gift through the link on my website jakethis.com right. yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> the uh I'm, I'm looking for something that's a little more super conventional superhero. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough, fair yeah. enough. I uh, they, that reminds me, they underoos. Remember those things? Kind of, yeah. Where where it was uh, superhero based? You yeah, know, Target wearing a T-shirt. Target for a while was selling, selling grown up underpants. I had a pair of Batman underwear, and they had Superman. But then. I bought the Batmans and the, cause, just because I thought when I get home and take I'll, like I'll wear them home and then when I go go to bed that night, my wife will it'll get, I'll get a laugh. Yeah, a five dollar laugh. Yeah, no, a little more than that. Oh, wow. Um, but then when I've gone into Target again, they don't have the superhero underpants for grownups anymore. And it's a weird thing to act, you know when they come over and ask me I help you. It's a weird thing to say. Look, yes, I'm in my fifties and I like some Batman underwear. So where are they? <laughs> Why don't you have that? Do I have to special order them? Do you only have mediums left? Can I get them online? I haven't even tried to go online. I like to go into a place. Some I do love shopping on Amazon. Me too. Know, through the portal at my website. Yes, um, me too. But, uh, but I also like to go to a place and look at 
things and touch them materialistically and then, with my hand. And, and then, then see that you're paying for uh, uh, less on Amazon, right? No, no. Usually if it's, if it's Batman underwear, I'll buy them right there and I'll take them home with me. Okay. I, I try not to do too much of that where you go to the store just to look at it and then you go home and buy it in your secret. Yeah, that seems wrong. Yeah. That seems wrong. Ordering it right from Amazon inside the store. That, oh. Because you bad. can scan the barcode now with your phone. They encourage it. Who does? Stores? The stores, yeah. To scan the barcode? Well, a lot and of times. buy it on Amazon? Well, a lot of times, you know, they'll, they encourage you to scan the barcode because they may have an in-store coupon. They don't know what you're looking for. Uh-huh. You okay. know? Yeah. All right. I didn't realize. I used to feel guilty doing that. This is a real eye-opener. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the first thing, so first thing I'm looking for is the uh, superhero unitard Farmer John bathing suit. And then uh, the second thing I'm looking for is the banana hammock bathing suit. And uh, I don't know what the third – we haven't gotten to the third thing I'm looking for yet yeah. in this podcast. <laughs> There'll be something. We're going to get to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is yet, but we're going to get to it. Are you – oh, and then I also uh, learned from listening to your podcast that you're going to Australia soon. Yes, I am. I'm going to go down to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. International listeners of this podcast, it's pretty – mostly Minnesota people listen. Yeah, and Australia. They're second. Yeah, yeah. good. So Aussies, I'm going to be down. My yes. Aussie mates, mm. mm-hmm. Oz. They they call it Oz, like the Wizard of Oz. Ah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be down to Melbourne for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I think international is right in the name. And uh, we'll go with it. My friend Adam Hills, who's a uh, Australian comedian, but he's also a uh, he's got a TV show in Britain as well. He's a big name. He's uh, producing my show, and uh, he's nice enough to bring me down. I'm re- I'm super excited. I'm super excited. Do you bring, I think, does your family come along? Does your wife, New no, Zealand wife, no, come to Australia? No, no, no. She hates Australians, no. right? Well, the New Zealand, the Kiwis, and the Australians have a little bit of a rivalry. Yeah, it's sort of. I mean, it's like one of those ones where Australia is bigger than New Zealand, and so New Zealand gets mad at Australia for stealing their thunder on the few things that they have sure. that are more, you know, associated with. Australia sometimes like Russell Crowe it turns out is that's a bad example because neither one of them really wants to own Russell Crowe but <laughs> um but a lot of people think Russell Crowe is Australian but he got famous in Australia but he's actually a New Zealander he's a Kiwi he's from New Zealand yeah so there you go there you go but he's American now he's an American movie star right he's not going back he's not making independent films in Australia not anymore no but they won't come along because um because it's not really a money-making trip. It's sort of an exploratory oh. for the fun of it and get some experience. I mean, I won't lose money on it. I, well, maybe I'll make some money, but I don't really have it in the budget You've to fly my before. wife and daughter down to Australia. Yeah, Just on a fly-through, because oh. my frequent flyer miles, this is great, because people love to know my frequent flyer miles situation, <laughs> and, and I get so many questions about it. So my frequent flyer miles are on American Airlines, and they're partners with Qantas Airlines, which is an Australian airline, but... They used to have a direct flight to um, Auckland, New Zealand. And so we used to frequent flyer mile my, our family's selves to New Zealand for our visiting relatives gotcha. trip. But then Qantas decided they were not going to fly directly from L.A. to Auckland anymore. So then we had to fly L.A., Sydney, Sydney, Auckland to take advantage of the frequent flyer miles. And that meant... It's a longer flight to get to Sydney and then a layover, so it was a really ass-kicking travel day. So on the way back, we spent a week in Sydney. So I have been to— Not to perform, though. I did perform while we were there. Oh. I said, look, I'm not 
going to go there and not perform. Yeah. So I was able to get a couple of sets at the Sydney Comedy Store. There's comedy stores everywhere, and they're not affiliated with each other. The oh. London Comedy Store is a great, famous, great room, which I did last year when I went to London. And then there's the Sydney Comedy Store, which I performed at, and then, of course, the L.A. Comedy Store, which, which I, have, been I have performed at, but it's been a while since I've been to that. You Something came up in, the, uh, in your show with... Uh, Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. And I want to know more about this. You opened for Barry Manilow? I did. I did a bunch How long of ago was Barry it? Manilow. That was 2000... Uh, what year is this? I think it was. most of those were 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was on tour, and he wanted to... He was doing some outdoor amphitheater shows. And so he, you know... His fans are a little bit older, as you might imagine. And I think this is just my understanding of it, because I only opened for him in the outdoor, like at the Greek Theater, and then there was another one in the Midwest. And um, he wanted an opening act, because he wants the show to start at 8, because his fans don't want to go to a 9 o'clock show. But in the summertime, when you do these outdoor amphitheaters, it doesn't really get dark until 9. Oh, sure. So yeah, yeah. I would go on at 8 and do like 25 minutes, and then it would kind of be dark, or maybe we'd start 10 after, and I'd do 25 minutes, and then there'd be a little break and then he would come on or, or a couple times he went on right after me. But I think the, the, my thing was say, Hey, this show is going to start. I'll do the thing. And then he'll go on when it's dark. And the whole, and the night, the entertainment was you then Barry Manilow. Yeah. That was the show. And it was great. And I watched all of his shows because they were great. I was going to ask great. you that. And I'm not a giant. I would say I am a giant Barry Manilow fan. I mean, I, I give him my strongest endorsement if you're thinking about going to see him but you don't think that you like Mary Manilow you you it's it's a great show and he's an unbelievable performer is um, Copacabana better live or recorded <laughs> come on that's just now you're just fucking with me with a question like that they're both good <laughs> It's the only song I could come up with. Oh, that's the other thing. You'd be surprised when you go see the show. Like, I would not have considered myself a fan, but I knew every song. Mm-hmm. You know, all he he wrote he wrote yeah. the songs that make Did the whole he tell world you sing. He... Except he didn't write that song. He didn't write the I write the song song. Someone else wrote that. Uh, but he made it famous, so it is his song. Song song. But he didn't write it. Did uh, is he? Does he go on podcasts and say he's a Jake Johansson fan? God, I hope so. But I haven't been. I haven't. You know, I'm not the kind of person who would Google a thing like that until now. And maybe that's laziness. <laughs> maybe that's laziness on my part. But uh, you should set a Google alert for it. Yeah, Barry Manilow, Jake Johansson, within ten words of each other. Yes. Yeah, it's all going to be these kind of podcasts where someone knows that about me and then <laughs> brings it up. Oh, hey, I have a uh, uh, something to tie in with you going to Australia. Did you see I uh, there's a story about a an Australian comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is brand new, hot off the press. This is a story less than a week old here. Yeah, okay. And he uh, did a show, then a journalist went online and did a review of his show, and then he uh, followed it up by attacking her on social media. Oh. Yeah. Well, I called her a dead shit, which uh, is must be Australian uh, put down. A dead shit. Dead shit. Okay. One word. Dead shit. Was there anything after that? Because that seems like a modifier of something else. Dead shit. Uh, end quote. A effing amateur. Uh huh. Um, he. That's what he called her for her unfavorable review of his latest show. He was at the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Adelaide Fringe Festival. Adelaide. Yep. 
And what's what's the name of the person? The, uh, the Australian comic is uh, Lawrence Mooney. Hmm. Lawrence, I don't remember ever having seen him, but He's, I hope I get to see him in Melbourne. Isabella Fowler is the uh, woman that he attacked online. I'll keep an eye out for her too. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you ever read reviews? Did you she's ever a read reviews? Amateur. <laughs> Um, I do sometimes read reviews, but th- the thing is, you can't. If, if you're going to believe that they're right when they say something good, then you can't. You got to believe that they're right when they say something bad. And most of the time, the people who are writing reviews of of things are people who are not professional performers in that category, and so they're not always the best people, in my opinion, whose advice you would take. But you're trying to decide if you should go out and see a show nowadays. If it's a comedian. You're trying to decide if you should go see a comedian. Why don't you just go online and... Download a podcast they're a guest on. Yeah, or Google them. You can watch... How many of the 46 Lettermans that I've done can you watch online? You can watch a whole HBO special. True, it's from 1992. But you can can see all of this performance stuff. Like, why why are you you listening to Isabella when you could be... We could just Google this guy probably and see some of his comedy. Yeah. I can't wait to Google him. After this. So what do we got? We got the banana hammock. We've got the Farmer John. And then we've got, what's the name of this comedian? Uh, Lawrence Mooney. Lawrence Mooney. M-O-O-N-E-Y. And he's an... Are you deaf or an idiot? That was one of the questions he asked her based on her review. Are you deaf or an idiot? Well, he seems a little defensive. And I would also say, look, this is some advice to performers and just generally angry people out in the universe. Maybe... Write that letter and then don't send it. Wait 24 hours and read it again. And if you still think that that's something that you want to send, then go ahead. But he seems a little defensive. He doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like, I don't feel like when I'm reading his, I can sympathize because I'm a comedian, but I don't feel like when I'm, when I'm reading what he wrote that I feel like, yeah, that was a good idea, Lawrence. Right, right. Larry. Larry. I would have said, hey. It's kind of a Larry move, really. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> Lawrence and Larry. Those are those are similar to me. Okay. He may not like to be called Larry, though. He might. He might be a Lawrence guy. Yeah. Or a Louis. Well, if he's using Lawrence on in his Twitter handle, he probably wants to be called that. Well, or Louis or Larry was taken. That could be. That could be. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a. That might be a fourth thing you need to figure out. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do. Well, this is all about him, though. This isn't about me. That's true. That's 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 very true. That's very true. I can you help me out with something here? I went to a fast. Sure, food. I'm here. That's what I'm here for. Good, good. I went to a fast food place the other day, and when I uh, the drive through, and mm-hmm. when I got to the window to receive my food, there is a sign that said "No still photography, no video or still photography," mm-hmm. at the window. Mm-hmm. Why did they have that at a fast food restaurant? Well, I'll tell you why. And this is complete speculation on my part. But I think going through the... I, I think that young people like to make videos that are then making fun of older people or fast food employees or, you know, and, and so it was probably very common that someone would be making their little uh, YouTube 
sketch or Facebook funny video of like, look, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna ask her if she's got, you know, Prince Albert in the can or not, whatever that. Right. Do you have fish fingers? Oh, your mittens must smell terrible. You know, whatever they're gonna, whatever they're gonna do. Yeah. And so that got to be such a problem that they go, look, we're not, we're not playing that. You can't do still photography. And also, I'm an employee of a fast food place. Uh, that's already happening in my life. Now I also need you, dumbass high school student, driving your mom's car yeah. with your daddy paid for it cell phone, making a video to make fun of me at my effing job. Yeah. You low-life, pot-smoking a-hole. Mm-hmm. Nothing personal, you fast food Customer, I, yeah, and, but, uh, but I just feel like, I, yeah, I get it. I think it. I think it's from. I think it's from dumb kids making silly videos, making fun of fast food employees, where they were like, "Look, we got This has got to shut down." So, you want your fries and your biggie shake, or, or do you want to make your little movie? Because it's one or the other. Jerks. Yeah, jerks. Yeah. Sorry, I cursed a little bit of my version of that. <laughs> Well, I was thrown off by that. So now I'm going to – what your uh, explanation makes sense, and now I hate kids. Well, I didn't mean – I was a kid too. And look, I made I made fun of grown-ups. And that's that's how that's how young you – when you're in high school and you think it's a grown-up who's grown working up. the drive through window. Although nowadays there are grown-ups doing those jobs because the economy is on fire. My, my daughter asked me recently, uh, are you truthful when your kids ask you, like, did you do – you know – did I do what? Did you misbehave when you, you know, like, have they ever asked you? Well, I was recently asked if I did prank phone calls, and I was honest mm. and said that I did. No, I haven't been asked that one. I don't know what if I, what I would say. Did you do prank phone calls between you and me? Who do you work for? <laughs> um, I Your ha- children hired me. I, I didn't, well, you know, this seems like I'm trying to get out of it, but I had a friend who that was his thing, and I would go over to his house and I would listen to him do it. So yeah. I was kind of participating in it. Yeah. But I wasn't doing the talking. Okay. But I can remember. Maybe I did. I don't know. Kids. But he would. He had a guy who he knew this one number that he would call, and he would go off on the guy, and the guy would then answer back just crazier than he was to the point where you thought the other guy was doing it on purpose, but then I realized he, he wasn't. He was just a... He just he just luckily accidentally got this nut guy's number. This isn't funny, kids. Don't do this. All right, it's very rude to uh, prank call people. That I can't believe that people are prank calling now. When I you don't control think people are. on Twitter and True. Facebook and yeah. the internet. Yeah, you no. could just why would you prank call someone when you can call Rihanna a d bag right on her right. Twitter profile? Dad, did you ever troll Kim Kardashian when you were my age? No, because yeah. she didn't exist. I just. Uh, Direct tweet her pictures of animals' asses. That's what I do. That's my thing. Uh, that's that's good. Are you uh, working on a new special or anything, Jake? Um, that makes it sound like I better answer yes to it. I am in the sense that I'm always trying to work on new stuff. I'm trying to get my act together for this Australia trip because it's a it's a different kind of a show. It's not. I mean, it's roughly the same amount of time on stage as I would be doing this week in, at Acme, but. There's no opening acts. It's people show up, they turn the lights down, you get introduced, and you come out, and you talk for an hour, and then it's thank you. That's the whole, Then they get up and leave. Yeah. That's, so you're the whole show. So you, you kind of have to open for yourself and then close the show, and it has to feel like it's all one unit thing. So I'm doing, I'm get, that's what I'm kind of getting ready now. And then 
I'm hoping in the fall maybe I'll try and shoot another special. My last one, which is avail- called Pictures of My Dinner, it's available as a download. You can get it at my website, jakethis.com. It's five dollars because that's what Louis C.K. They said they cost now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love it if they cost ten dollars because <laughs> um, I don't have a million people buying them, and I could really use the extra five dollars. But if you'd like to pay five dollars to download it and then donate five dollars to me on my website, there's a button for that. Yeah, and it's convenient. It's right. It's right on your phone in your pocket or wherever. Yeah, you can you don't have to drive. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to drive to Costco or Sam's Club. No, you, you don't. You don't have to pay a membership. You fee. could do it in the parking lot of Sam's Club, though. If you're there now, if you're right, you know. Yeah, you could, sure. You can download my special there. Yeah, or while you're waiting for the scan of the UPC code on your Batman underpants to <laughs> tell you where you can get them cheaper, yes. you could download my special at the same time. Yeah. So I did that one, assuming that I was going to sell it onward to Netflix or someplace like that. And I think that this next one, I want to kind of do a little more. It won't be lo-fi in terms of what it'll look like when you're watching it, but I want to do something that's a little more intimate in a comedy club and and shoot it a little bit of a different way because I feel like what I was doing was I got a professional crew and cameras and the whole big setup and I yeah. and I shot one night, two shows, and I had a backdrop and all this other stuff. And I want to do something that's a little smaller, self-contained, where I can record like a week's worth of shows and assemble together something that's a little bit different and cool. So that's, that's, my, oh, that's okay. what I want to do next. Uh, okay. That's from the meta version of it's just going to be an hour of me doing comedy, but that's the backstory of what it's going to the context. I think people, when people watch this, do they even go? Because comedians are always like, oh, look, he shot it in this big theater. There's 1,500 people there. It's awesome. It sends a subtextual message that he's a star who does shows in 1,500 seat theaters. But I think when people are watching it, they're, they're watching it like I'm laughing. The people who are there are laughing. It's an awesome show. I'm going to go see this guy. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. Maria Bamford did a comedy special in just her, for, with her and her parents. In, her, in a living room. Right. Yeah. I That's probably $5. I could download that with $5 <laughs> that someone's paid me to download my special. Well, uh, you probably remember I did spend the – because I told you about it a year ago. I did spend the $5. And I really appreciate it. And You're welcome. That money's gone, though. Yeah. You know what, though? I thank you because I think I got a good deal. Yeah, I feel like it's easily it's easily worth $5. I mm-hmm. think it's a bargain at $10. If there would have been a tip cup, I mean, I would have left a few extra. When when I, was, I, when do, I, was I do have that tip cup button on my website now. <laughs> and I'm thinking about doing this thing where you can subscribe to, you know, they've got these things now on the web. On the, web. Um, the one that I'm looking at is Fund What You Love, just because I met the guy who's in charge. And, oh. and so people can kind of subscribe to you and kind of say, well, I'm willing to, I like Jake. And I'm willing to give him a buck a month or five bucks a month or, or 20 to help him defray the cost of his podcast and his, you know, weird bathing suit habit. <laughs> Have you ever funded someone else's GoFundMe or no, what? any of that? No, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't done that yet. But I do have the person who is the you got to go watch Amanda Palmer's TED Talk. Amanda Palmer. She's okay. a Minnesotan. And she's married to Neil Gaiman, and you may not know who that is, but she's a musician. And she did this TED Talk uh, about asking fans to help support her. And then so she's become – it's a great TED Talk if you're, if you're a musician or an artist and you're, you're looking to connect with your fans and come mm-hmm. from a genuine place where, you, where you're not feeling like you're burdening them, but the feeling like they're helping you and you're, you're entertaining them. Mm-hmm. Amanda Palmer's TED Talk is great. And, she's, and then she's written this book called The Art of Asking. And which is also good. Oh, okay. And and she 
is on a, a different website called Patreon, which is a subscribe to. I would consider subscribing to her thing, but I've, I'm plugging her on websites. I bought her book. Um, and I've watched your TED talk a number of times, but I haven't subscribed to her thing because now you're waiting for a free one now. No, she's so good at it that she's making a ton of money off of subscribing. <laughs> I don't feel like she even needs my five dollars. But and that's not me trying to take away from you, Amanda Palmer, and your awesome life and your awesome career, and you're a great artist, and I want to meet you in person someday. Um, if that's po- if you're into it, I'm into it. That's all I'm saying. Um, but uh, no, I haven't. She's a person who I would do it just okay. because. As a concept, she's the person who turned me on to all of this stuff, and I feel like I, I owe her something for I gotcha. that beyond just this awesome plug of her on this podcast. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Someone should – there should be a, uh, a invoice for this going somewhere. Yeah. Well, and to pay it forward, you know who – I was looking at, a, at Twitter, and Jackie Cation had tweeted – the link to this TED Talk of Amanda oh. Palmer. So it's Jackie Cation's fault, who's a friend of mine yeah. and an awesome comedian who you should also check out and fund. We love her. For a dollar or $7 a month, whatever you whatever you, whatever you you can afford. Look, if when you're done shopping through the link of Amazon on my website. She has a link, Amazon link too, Jake. I know she does. And here's the thing. That doesn't cost you, buyer, consumer on Amazon, anything. Yeah. That's Amazon is just giving back a little bit of something because they're getting promoted. Did, did you do? Have you have you done the Dork Forest her podcast? Mm, yes, I have. What was your dorkdom? I talked about. So this is Jackie Cation's podcast called the Dork Forest, which is an awesome podcast. Yeah, yeah. People talk about something that they're really into. Yeah. And, and uh, I said, well, I think I have one. I'm, I've been to going to New Orleans every year for twenty twenty something years. This will be my first year missing Jazz Fest in New Orleans because oh. I'm going to Australia for this comedy festival. They happen at the same time. Okay. So I just talked about New Orleans and Jazz Fest oh, on right Jackie's on. podcast. And the great thing for me about going on that podcast is finally someone gives a shit about something that I like this much. I mean, it's one of those things where it was intoxicating. By I, the yeah. end, she's like, okay, we're done. I'm like, really? Because I, I can't believe you care about this. No one ever <laughs> no one ever asked this many questions about right. this. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Uh, I'm, I think for the last three weeks now, maybe I've been... Uh, at bringing that question up if I don't know the answer myself, asking the... Because it's such a great way to get to know someone is what their dorkdom was on her show. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a good show. So I guess I'm stealing from Jackie, but I give her full credit. Well, this started off with me giving her credit for turning me on to Amanda Palmer. Look at so. that. By the way, uh, the one, something I want to mention before we're done here, Jake Johansson. Go ahead. Did you know that is it is a random act of kindness week? You you meant you used the phrase "pay it forward" just a few minutes ago. Yeah, well, that was the title of that movie with, uh, I think it was Haley Joel Osment and Kevin Spacey. That's but right, I, could I be never wrong. saw it. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Oh. It's a concept thing. It was a book. It was this idea that this kid came up with. But it's pretty. It's a good idea. It's a feel good movie. It makes you feel good. Kevin Spacey isn't my favorite, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I get it. He's awesome. He's been awesome in a lot of things. But I feel like I feel like there's just I, I've just got a little more kevin it's like he's in too many things it's like really does he ever just give it a rest and let someone else do an acting job <laughs> you can't say that until he starts doing stand-up really no well he's let him singing and dancing and doing he's on that house of cards thing i mean don't get okay i guess i am a kevin spacey <laughs> i've seen a ton of stuff he's done he's good and everything okay fine fine so it's random act of kindness week 
Really? Uh, yeah, and apparently, from my information, mm-hmm. Congress actually made it a holiday in 1994. So this is like legit. We need to be recognizing today. This, this week, it's it's a whole week. Right. Well, what kind of a bullshit holiday is it when nobody gets off work? It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. How come we don't get a... Well, it's supposed to be a random act of kindness, so it's not like, hey, your employer's required to give you a 20% bonus this week. <laughs> that wouldn't really be random, would it? No. That, it's that, not random if I gave you $20 now, so that's why I'm not going to do that. Ah! Kids already had a day off. People already had a day off this week. President's yeah. Day, Monday. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, isn't uh, Martin Luther King Day, is that is that in February, too? Because it's Black History Month. Uh, yeah, it? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, they okay. celebrate that on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, uh, which one of these are you going to do? These are, I have a list of... Um, oh, these are some random acts? Well, it's not yeah. random if, if we've gone over it ahead of time. I, is it? Uh, no, well, yes. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's, okay, let's because anyway. I'll be choosing one of them. So it'll that be random, random which one of these exactly. I choose. Exactly, yeah. Okay. How about leaving a waiter a big tip? Mm, that happens. Well, what's a big tip nowadays? Well, if you ask my father, he'd say 20%, but... If you ask, well, when I was waiting tables, you know, the they were just letting go of ten percent, and fifteen percent was a standard tip, and so twenty percent was a good tip. Yeah. When I was a waiter, so we would always give people twenty percent, and I still tip people twenty percent, but twenty percent now maybe is not a good tip. Like, what's a good tip? What's a what's the regular amount you're supposed to tip? Eric, yell it from the back. You wait, tip. Uh. 15? Yeah, thank you. He said 15. <laughs> 15. Okay, so 20%. It's because it can't keep going up. It can't be like, oh, a standard tip is you just double the amount of the food and then you give them that. Yeah. That's a 100% tip. Yeah, the actual standard is 10, but. He said the standard yeah. is 10. So wow. it's still, see, because it's got to be, that percentage can't go up because the cost of everything is going up. Mm-hmm. So that's a know, good point. Yeah. yeah. So the percentage can't go up. So you, if you ask your dad, it's 20, and I would say your dad's a genuine, gener, genuine generous person, and you're a little bit hard on him. But when, so when you're tipping, when you go out, young, young guy who's got it all going on, you got your one iPad and a freaking ballistic case because you're worried your daughter's going to break it and ruin your retirement plan. Um, what do you do, Mr. Big Spender, when you're not going through the fast food window wondering if you can take a picture of the server and make fun of her on the internet? Mr. Generous, Mr. Good-hearted, Mr. Good Guy. The only thing you've been right about in the last minute is that I am too hard on my dad. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big spender. I don't have any money. I'm not a high roller, and I'm not young. (laughs) But if you were to say to your dad, Dad, you know what a big tip really is? It's this percent. What is it? Uh, A big, uh, 25 is a big one. Yeah. Well, when you said that, when you put it in the context of a random act of kindness, Mm -hmm. I think that... To get into that kind of, to have the waiter go, holy cow, you know, this guy didn't just accidentally give me a big tip. He he went for it. Okay, I have a question for so you. So if you're doing that kind of, you're doing a random act of kindness tip, I would say you give him 50%. Yeah, true. Well, I'm going to stay in this week because I can't afford that. Yeah, I can't afford uh, that. I'm going to, no, I'm just going to, if a homeless person asks me for some money, I'm going to give him a dollar. Because usually I go, no, I don't have a dollar. <laughs> you know <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. I uh... I did decide that that was what I was going to try and do from now on. 
to just give them a dollar, to just go, okay, here's a dollar, just yeah. give it to them, no matter, not judge them, not decide, because you can get into that game, too, of like, well, you don't look as terrible as the other guy that I didn't give any money to, so I'm not yeah. going to give you any money either. But just to go, look, if you ask me for a dollar, I'm just going to give you a dollar. This doesn't apply to people who come up to me after the comedy show, BT dubs. <laughs> and give you five bucks for the <laughs> CDs you beat, right? Yeah. The CDs are $15. Oh, oh, ooh, I meant, yeah. You can get them both for 20 there you go. If you want there CDs, is. maybe I should cut the price. There's too. some economics. Yeah. I uh, no, but I. How about because this happened to me when I uh, waited tables years ago. I recognized some comedy celebrities and mentioned it to them in the middle of the meal. What'd you say to them? I said, "I'm a huge fan of you guys. I recognize all of you, and this is really cool." And then at the end, where of the were you working? At a restaurant in Minneapolis, and then I uh, they it's it was some cast members from Mystery Science Theater. Uh-huh. I've told this story on the podcast before uh, when Josh Weinstein was here. Because he was one of those guys. He wasn't Joel with Hodgson. them that day, but he knows all the guys. And I haven't seen Joel in so long. Shout out, Joel Hodgson. Yeah. And he and uh, they tipped me like, I don't know. It, they The tip was bigger than the tab itself. Oh, so more than 100%. Yes. Yes. There was four of them, and they all... Well, you sort of owe it to those guys to bring this up every chance you get <laughs> forever. Right. Because that's what they were doing. You they know were what? like, hey, I this d- guy knows us, so we're not just paying him a tip. We're getting free publicity. You know what? I do mention them a lot. Yeah, People good. that listen to this know I'm a huge fan They're of Mystery great. Science. And uh, so my question to you, have you ever been recognized and then felt guilty? Like, oh, now i got to be extra nice, or now i got to leave a bigger tip? Or... Um, Be honest now, Jake. I don't think so. I think I'm. I'm. I think I'm pretty standard. Twenty, twenty-five. You know, maybe I'll give a little bit more than twenty percent. But I think I'm just usually trying to hit the twenty percent tip. Yeah. I, I was. I was at. With, I was in Indianapolis uh, a month or so ago, and it was me and the comp, Greg Warren, who was working at the other club. Yeah. Great, great comic. And a younger guy who was with him from New York that he brought out. So the three of us are sitting. And the waiter comes over and he goes, "Hey, are you Jake Johansson?" And I go, "Yeah." And it never happened. I never get. I don't get recognized that often. But if it, if I do, it's someone who likes me because I'm not that famous where it's like people who don't like me know who I am. Sure, you're not Kanye walking. And in. so I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Hey, I'm a big fan. Of, you know, I'm a comedian too." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," you know. So we, you're getting recognized, but then you're getting recognized by a comedian. So it's like, and then then it's like, "Oh, we're all comedians," and then. I don't think we told him that, but then he, he tells us the specials or whatever, and he's going to get the coffee because we're at breakfast. And, and while he's gone, I go, see, yeah, that's funny because the guy's a comedian, right? And it's I don't get recognized that often. And then another guy comes over and goes, are you Jake jo- you're Jake Johansson, right? And I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, the other guy told me. And I go, you a comedian too? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I What think, did Greg Warren think of all that? I think that, Brett, well, then we told him that we were all comedians and they were working at the other club and blah, blah, blah. And so... It was a fun, but I and I think we did leave a little bit extra tip at that point, just because it's you know if we don't, it's a story. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, those guys are going to end up on maybe who knows? Maybe they have their own podcasts. Well, let's yeah. face it; they're waiting for the breakfast shift at a restaurant. It could be a while, <laughs> but uh, that was just mean. I said that as a joke, and then when it came out, you laughed, but I still felt bad about it. That was mean. Yes. You know what, though? That goes along with something I, I saw in an interview with you. That uh, what, did, what was the question that was posed? Uh, what is your best... What's the, was it the best memory in comedy or greatest... Uh, but anyway, your answer was when you finally quit your day job and could be a comedy Yeah, yeah, full-time. that's the best moment. Yeah, when you quit your moment. day job. The best, yeah. 
best moment in your career? I usually list off some awesome things before I say that one. But uh, yeah, it is the best. It is the best when you're doing when you're when you're supporting yourself by your creative outputs. I mean, I feel like if I don't know Amanda Palmer, but if I ever met her, that's what I would tell her that story, and I bet she would agree. Uh huh. And then have some statistics to back it up. She does stuff where she'll let her fans like sign her all over with sharpies and stuff. It's pretty, yeah, weird. Yeah, okay. yeah. She's it's it, she's she she does music and it's it's got it also got this art school vibe. It's now, pretty right, awesome. You, it has my interest now. I'm interested yeah. Yeah. for sure. Uh, just a couple more um, random acts that you need. Oh to yeah, let's from. do it. Mm-hmm. So we only got through one. Leave yeah. a big tip. Yeah. Do paying, we have time for any more of these? <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna do them really fast here, Jake. <laughs> yeah, like the uh, first one. Yeah, paying for the person behind you when you're getting coffee. Have you ever been a part of that? No. 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 Never received or You really got to get a look at them. And nowadays, that could wind up... That's rough. Because I always get, like, a small coffee. But sometimes... I mean, I don't stand around to see what the person behind me is ordering, but yeah. you usually see the person in front of me, in front of you. Right, and it... This, I was in... There was a lady in front of me right before I came over here at the coffee place, and she got a coffee drink, and it was $4.85. Right. It's like, wow. Probably took her uh, four minutes and 59 seconds to get the order out, I thought you were talking about how long she had to work to pay for it first. <laughs> like, this is I was a statement to, on a minimum trying, wage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're drinking a $5 coffee, you can be working a half an hour to pay for that thing. Yeah. If you, but who's, those people aren't buying coffee at Starbucks. All right, how about this one, Jake? H- hugging a friend when they don't expect it. Well, that can be considered sexual harassment. <laughs> I agree. And so I don't, I don't think... I'm a huggy person, though. I, think, I feel like that's for people who aren't in show business or live in California because... I feel like my instinct when I see someone I haven't seen for a while would be to hug them. I mean, I didn't do it with you because I feel like this is a professional thing and we're in Minnesota. But uh, I give off the don't hug me vibe. Let's let's be honest. Right. And is that a hygiene thing that you're doing or it's a combo? Well, I should tell you. You shouldn't tell me. No. uh, Where did this list come from? What website? I don't even remember. Okay. Just I just wondered if it was a Minnesota thing. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay, go no, ahead. No, no, no. Uh, here's something you could leave time for while you're here in town. We have plenty of them. You can mm-hmm. go take flowers to a random person at a nursing home. Mm. That is sweet. I'm just trying to think. My first, the play, place I go on all of these is how can this go wrong? Right. You know, and so the last one, it was sexual harassment suit. Yeah. And this one, I feel like it's like we could end up. You know, they then they crap in their diaper, and it's terrible for everybody. Well, no, maybe not. They don't mind. How about this? They think they they don't recognize you, but they because you don't know them. But they think you're they someone think you're from someone their else. past. And then you get bogged down in listening yeah. to some long story where you don't know what your part in it is. Right. That could be fun. That could be fun. You haven't been here since our trip to Florida. I don't know you. Just enjoy these flowers. My friend used to go visit people in the nursing home. That was a thing that he was doing to try and be of service in his life, and. Uh, so he kind of got to be friends with some of these people who were there. And then they, a lot of them wanted him to help, you know, do the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes or go buy lottery tickets or enter into these other. They would get involved in these these mail order things where, oh, no. where they didn't realize, look, no, you didn't really win that. You didn't yeah. really oh. – you're not really going to win. And then they would be – then their attitude with him was like, hey, I thought you were here to do me a favor and I need someone to do this because these jugheads who work here at the nursing home won't do this for me. So will you help me out? And uh, it was a weird That's spot. That's terrible. Yeah, those people are all dead now. Um, that was another mean joke. <laughs> That's like uh... – <laughs> 
I once had a job where I delivered. Uh, I worked at a liquor store delivering booze, and we would deliver to to nursing homes. And I, there was some where the guys weren't. It was guys mostly. It was all guys. They uh, weren't supposed to have the booze, so I would have to sneak in, meet him at a side entrance. Or bring it into their room and hide it, like in their. Uh, and sock were they doing drawer. a phone order? Yeah, with uh-huh. a credit card, or how would they do they it? They pay me cash when I got there. Oh man, yeah, that seems like a great startup business for some kid who's trying to earn a little bit extra money. Beats the hell out of mowing lawns. No kidding. Yeah, you bring, much better stories. But you got to be you got to be of legal drinking age. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's a little sad, isn't it? Was it sad? Yeah, it, it was. Sometimes. Were they sometimes drunk when you showed up with the booze or not? No. Uh-uh. So that's good. No. P- Petri, I think, was the name of the brandy I would deliver a lot. Petri. Petri? Now I want to, that's what I want to Google now when I'm done here, is if Petri still exists and is yeah. it still like $6 a bottle. Hmm. Definitely not high quality. The vodka, you know, do you ever, oh, I've been on the road and go go shopping for some booze or something at the convenience store that's by the hotel because I just want to get a drink or something and I like to have I like to have a vodka sometimes. Sure, but the cheap vodka where they just sell it in a plastic bottle right. and it's like oh that's some rough stuff. Yeah, it's yeah it's not good. No, that's flammable normally. Petri brandy. This is brandy country. The Midwest, well, you know, Wisconsin and Minnesota is brandy country. Oh yeah, I don't think it's as big of a deal other places. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I only drink Petri, so I don't. Yeah. Are you a brandy guy? What's your no, What's not. your drink? Like, if we were out, if it was, let's say, it was nighttime, after the show, you're going to have a drink. Uh, well, you know, in honor of Snoop Dogg, I usually has some gin and juice. No, um, <laughs> not for real. <laughs> not for real. That was you awful. just going to make it. A, you were just making a joke, and you don't even like gin and juice. Uh, twenty years ago, I'd, I'd I would drink it. Oh, when the song first came yeah. out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Somebody have a susceptible. Yo, somebody have a bottle of Tangare. Uh-huh. Uh, I like. I'm not. A, I like beer. Really. Sure. I, I like dark beer. So it's filling though. After about three, mm-hmm. four of those, you're, mm-hmm. you're. Yeah. Yeah, I like dark beer. Bloated. We have a lot of booze at home that just sits in bottles and doesn't get touched. Mm. Yeah. Not, well, not that's nice. Of, you got a self-control thing going. Yeah, on not a lot of not a lot of booze. Is when your daughters get a little bit older, that's that booze will be gone. Well, yeah, it'll all be replaced with uh, food coloring and water in those <laughs> bottles, probably. Oh man, that's so sad. <laughs> I don't think I ever did that. I, I thought I could drink my dad's booze and then replace it with water. I don't think. I had a friend that did it, and yeah. the bottle was right on the, out in the open. It wasn't even like hidden in a cabinet or uh, you know on the top shelf somewhere. It was just on a shelf, and he took drinks out of it all the time and just would fill it back up little by little with food coloring. Oh no, I never did that. I mm-hmm. now when I go home and visit my parents, sometimes you know I have a beer, a glass of wine with dinner, and then they'll go to bed, and then I'll just drink some of my dad's scotch. Ah, but. Uh, and then I'll be self-conscious, like, do, do I have to tell him that I did that? <laughs> or is he just going to notice, like, somebody, oh, right, Jake was here. Anyway, so what's another random act of kindness? Well, I got one more here, I think. Okay. Uh, giving a gift to a random person who seems like they need it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Maybe. Like a dildo or something? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't say what you think they need. Yeah, that's not a good, that's not a, I made it into a joke again, and that was mean. Look but at that. But that was towards a person that I didn't really know. That was a complete hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like some of these are, I just, why don't you just help a, help, help a homeless person, to, you know, give them. 
give them a buck or a snack or a, I, I mean, I feel bad for these homeless people. Or give some money to a food bank. That's where I, that's where I donate money to food banks. Because I feel like some of these other things, my wife is an environmental uh, advocate and she's got a degree in environmental studies. But, you know, save the polar bears. We're, who, how? Hire, we're going to hire, we're going to give money to some lawyers to sue the government to stop fucking with polar bears. Or you give some money to a food bank and they give somebody some food. Mm-hmm. Solved. Problem solved. Yep. Cancer. We're not going to cure cancer. These are hungry people. We can totally solve this with food. We know the solution and we have it. We just have to give it to these people. So let's get on it. So I'm all about that. That sol- Let's solve a problem that we know the solution to. I like it. Yeah. Anything else we should be mentioning today, Jake? Have I mentioned that I did a special that you can buy for five dollars? Uh, dinner with um, your something or pictures other? of my dinner? No, I did. That was a joke. Of course, I mentioned that. You will check out my website. Come and see a live show. Um, download my podcast, the Jake This Podcast, and uh, if you enjoy it, go on iTunes and write a review. You should do that of this podcast. Yeah, listen to the whole thing. Let's face it. You mm-hmm. like it. You liked this. Yeah. You are a person who likes this. All right. And so go on iTunes, write a review, give it a couple of stars. It helps other people find a thing that you like, and so then there'll be more of them. Exactly. Yeah. And and I could speak for myself, then I say that I like to read those reviews. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I haven't done that. That hasn't occurred to me. Yeah. If you like the good ones, you got to like the bad ones. But uh-huh. if you're going to write a bad review, hey, do us all a favor. Here's a random act of kindness. Don't. <laughs> Perfect. Now you're doing both of us a favor. Perfect. Jake, we did it again. This is a fun podcast, I have to say. Are they all this good? Because I have, I got to listen to them now. That Now I feel like right at the end I revealed I'm sort of a selfish jerk. Now I'm embarrassed. Uh, I Are they all this fun? Well, you better believe it. There's a it. lot of them. Sure they are. You better believe it. Yeah, except for that worst guest that you won't tell me who it is. <laughs> We're not having her, I mean him, back. <laughs> Maybe it's a hermaphrodite. Both. Stay tuned to not find out. You don't know that I'm not a hermaphrodite. I mean, really? Well, when you were wearing. Down to it. You were wearing. No, I was going to say jeans. You weren't some. Slacks. I'm not dressed. As, You're well, not, I'm not saying I'm androgynous. I'm. I'm kind of projecting in this male thing. But you don't know that I might have a. I might have a vagina or a super tiny penis. <laughs> that could be me. <laughs> or two Adam's apples. <laughs>